Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. While the merry bells keep ringing, happy holiday to you. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. It's the holiday season, and Santa Claus is coming round. The Christmas snow is white on the ground. When old Santa gets into town, he'll be coming. Merry Christmas. We thank you once again for tuning in to the Power Five podcast. We are the podcast that takes a topic and we rank it. This week on episode number 85, we rank our favorite Santa Clauses. My name is Kevin and joining me as always is Christian Colin. Enzyme is taking a break tonight, but we've got Todd the Pod God. And our guest this week is a return guest. You can find him on Sirius XM, ESPN, and episode number 37 of the Power Five podcast, which happens to be Pet Peeves volume number two. We're excited to have him back with us, Mr. Roy Philpott. Welcome back, Roy. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Appreciate the invitation. Always great to be with you guys. And I, I, I didn't know we were ranking Santa Clauses like from five to one. So, like, I'm pretty set with four, I think. And then, like, I'm in search of this fifth one and, like, where, which, which way I want to go. I don't know. I got to put some more thought into it. <laughs> I like it. Surprise us, Roy. Surprise us. Because yes. I think I, I want to see it. I don't want all chalk, guys. I kind of. We've been asking a certain someone to come on this pod for about 85 weeks. I'm not going to say his name. You might hear him tonight. Okay. But you know what? We've got Roy. So forget that guy. What I will say, and I don't like people, I don't like to tell them how the sausage is made, but just so you know, yes, it is the week before Christmas, but we're recording this on Tuesday, December 6th. And guys, I know y'all are big nineties rock fans. Okay. So did you know that 28 years ago on this day, Bush dropped the 16 stone album and you guys listen to 93.3 the planet they're gonna play three songs in a row tonight about 10 o'clock so uh you have already heard this but how about bush guys it's never no george george I bush no, i had no idea george about that w. 26 years ago 28 16 years stone, 28 years Dude. who's counting how old what? were you 30 what a record man what a record. We've talked about this before, obviously on our nineties rock album, our nineties rock episode, you know, our first concerts, I, I think Brant, myself, I mean, we talk often about 16 stone, right? Everything's in machine head. I mean, absolute Listen, bangers on that. Yeah, come down, you name it. I, it has nothing to do with anything other than I saw that randomly and I like to drop nuggets on people. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> Tasty little nuggets. How about that? I'm trying Use to remember knowledge. how long ago 28 years actually is. That was 90s, right? We're some point yeah. in the early 90s. Yeah. So if I'm 36, that was what? 12 years. So I was 12. So that would have been. No, if you're 36, 28 years ago is eight. <laughs> I don't do math, Kevin. Oh my gosh. Hey, listen. That's pretty I easy math. I wasn't going to talk music very much tonight, but since you went there, Christian, same day same year okay pearl jam drops vitology 28 years ago how about now that man vitology uh-oh, uh-oh. future days Stone. on that album this future days is not roy did i just hear you say that now we're talking yeah pearl jam like i mean hey. that, i go. have i have the go. pearl jam channel programmed in in, in my car you know through sirius xm and i've become such a bigger fan just like in the last two years like i remember going to their 03 concert in atlanta and I was um, there listen, listening. It was at it was at the old amphitheater 
It was April 19th, 2003. Like and I remember listening to all these songs. Like I knew Vitology and I knew like the big songs, Even Flow, all those. But like they played all these songs that I, that I remember just loving, but I'd never really heard before. And then now, like fast forward 15 years later, I started listening to them religiously. And I went back and checked the set list from that concert. And I was like, oh, my God, I, these are all my favorite songs now <laughs> that I wasn't listening to then. And I'm like, I didn't know how much, you know, I love Pearl Jam way back then. So, yeah, my, my kids would tell you, man, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I like Bush. I'm good there. No doubt. Like any 90s kind of alternative rock I love. But Pearl Jam. I see is, what you uh, man, did there. So Bush, no doubt. Gwen Stefani was with Gavin Rosdale of Bush. Nice drop. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Listen, I get lucky every once in a while. There you go. Roy, I don't know. Kevin's lighting up right now. Like getting giddy in my in my chair here. You know, all our listeners are probably tired of hearing about Pearl Jam, but man, I mean, deep affection for Pearl Jam have for a long time. Christian just joined me for a little show uh, back in Nashville about a month or two ago. Man, that was fun. My first time. Yeah. Nashville, Louisville, St. Louis trio back to back to back, man, on Pearl Jam. That was amazing. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm listening. I listen to it every single day. You know, Eddie Vedder and some of those concerts, I, I think, you know, some, I don't want to say it gets cheesy sometimes. Sometimes it's a little over the top, but man, their music and his vocals, like I put him right up there with Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, the late mm-hmm. Chris Cornell. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just incredible, incredible stuff. Yeah, I'm with you, know. you on the speeches, man. I'm usually I'm usually yelling, stop, stop, no speeches tonight, man. Get on Kevin, with the music. Let's do go. you speaking yeah. of speeches, uh, do you want to audible to top five program songs tonight? Oh man, I could do it. you know, you know what? I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was all right, impossible. All right. fair, hey, enough, let's, fair enough. Let's get with it, man. The people are here, obviously, Christmas week. Hopefully everybody's got a, a nice drive somewhere, right? They can flip us on. Uh, they're probably tired of hearing wham last Christmas by now. <laughs> they I can mean, flip us on. They can flip us off if they don't like what we say, right? They can right. do anything. <laughs> hey, well, top five Santa Claus is tonight. Let's do it. We've got Christian Roy, Colin, Todd the Pod God, and myself. Let's get to it. Ho, 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 number five. All right, guys, we're talking top five Santa Clauses tonight. And, you know, I'm not including my own father in the mix. So uh, sorry about that, dad. But I did want to just give some criteria. So for my criteria, all they had to do was dress up like Santa or play the character of Santa in some form of media. So this could be a sitcom. This could be a movie. Um, So again, you know, pretty much pop culture references, but I hope to to get some deep cuts in here tonight. And perhaps my number five might be the deepest of my cuts, guys. I think everybody on this no- on the show knows our affinity for the movie Home Alone. Uh, we've been asking Macaulay Calkin to come on for quite some time. You know, we're holding out for that. But guys, my number five Santa Claus, you may not know his real name. It is Mr. Kenneth Hudson Campbell, who actually played Santa Claus in the movie Home Alone. If you remember the scene when he goes and tries to talk to Santa and this guy's out here, you know, just got off his shift, you know, scraggly, the beard's hanging off his chin. He picks it up. He gives Kevin some Tic Tacs because he doesn't have any gifts. And Kevin's like, I know how this thing works. You know, you're not the real Santa, but you speak to Santa. You know, I want you to give this message to him. And he wants to get his mom back and his family for Christmas and all that. So, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know him, but it is Kenneth Hudson Campbell of Home Alone. And what I have to say about him, I thought this was the comedian Artie Lang for like the last 30 years of my life. Turns out it is not. So I did some research after Home Alone where he broke in as Santa. He went on to go to movies like Groundhog Day. 
uh, with our boy Bill Murray. He was in Down Periscope, Armageddon, Coyote Ugly, The Ladies Man, Dr. Doolittle 2, just to name a few. And as fans of the pod know, I'm a big Boy Meets World fan. His last TV spot was in the spinoff series Girl Meets World back in 2014. Ladies and gentlemen, number five, Kenneth, Ken Hudson Campbell. I mean, that's the quintessential quintessential Christmas movie, right? I mean, it's like Home Alone, Home Alone 2. They're Absolutely. up there with anybody. So, I mean, you 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 can't go wrong there. I I, I kind of like that. <laughs> I like I like the vibe, the tone you're setting for this podcast. Okay, okay, yeah, let's go. Outstanding choice. <laughs> Appreciate it. You know, I, I love the movie. I mean, you could you could call him what you want. He kind of was a bum, but he was Santa. This is all right. So I I, I like that. That kind of opens the door a little bit for me because I was kind of in search for that number five Santa, like I, I had my list and th this kind of opens the door a little bit at that spot. I, I, I'm going to go with another quintessential kind of deal from the 1990s, since we've been heavy on that so far. And I'm going to go to one of my favorite shows that uh, concluded in the summer of 1998 and had uh, many, many great characters on it, but one that actually played Santa Claus randomly in one of their Christmas shows. And that was Kramer, Cosmo Kramer in Seinfeld where he goes and works at the local department store. And then it turns out that I, I think he was he was putting out propaganda communist literature and ended up getting fired from that job. But Kramer, you remember his, his buddy was the elf that went in with oh, him. Yeah. And they were like this tandem, Mickey. I think it was Mickey that was Mickey. his name. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey. And, and they went in there and he was the Santa Claus and he's working all day and he's like, wait a second, this, this isn't right. And and he believed in communism at that point in time. So I'll never forget that episode. Oh, man. That, that what a great. great pick. First of all, yeah, we, we love Seinfeld on the show. So you're you're striking a chord with us. And I remember little Mickey, his friend, that guy, that guy's hilarious, too. His, his elf yeah. buddy there. I, I just I picture that guy's face right now. <laughs> Mickey actually so played good. a Santa Claus in Jingle All the Way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. Mm. Did he? Oh, did wow. He sure did. Okay. Yep. Okay. Hey, love it, man. Off the grid. We're we're going deep here tonight. How about solid that? pick, solid pick. All right. Criteria for me, uh, very similar to Christians, just had to have dressed up as Santa in some form or fashion of media. So number five was not something that I came in expecting to be on my list. And I it kind of turned out to be a little bit of a tough list, to be honest. But number five for me, I'm going what they call motivational Santa. Saturday Night Live, December 11th, 1993. <laughs> Matt Foley, a.k.a. Chris Farley, plays Motivational Santa, which is a spinoff of one of some of his other skits, Dude in the Van Down by the River. Um, oh, yeah. So uh, back all the way back to 1993, Motivational Santa at number five. Boom. Love that. Can we get a little Chris Farley, Matt Foley uh impression you everybody you can't looks like roy's doing it there <laughs> my name is matt foley you'll be living in a van down by the river how's that that was pretty good <laughs> all right Colin, i'm impressed that you went there man i mean that's that's, that's good pretty, dude that's yeah, that's really solid yeah snl you normally stay away from that so that's pretty good because mm -hmm. of communism yep <laughs> exactly <laughs> Man, I'll say this: Colin's come out swinging the last two episodes with his picks right out the he gate. Has. I mean, yep. I'm impressed. Listen, Todd. I mean, it's all about the preparation. I mean, even yeah. <laughs> you know what? Preparation feels good on the whole, Colin. Preparation eight. Shout out to our new sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just happy to see you're sitting upright and got a shirt on tonight. That's um, tried to. You, you know, did it for us. You did it for Roy. Roy. 
That's right. That's right. Hey, for me, number five, man, I found this to be a, a little bit of a tough list as well as I, as I was trying to think it through. And I went a little bit off before the five by five are movies, except for number five. Number five for me, I took Steve Francis, or is another place I saw said Francis, but from the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 1960s classic oh, yeah. uh, claymation. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I went a little nostalgic there, as I typically do, uh, because I, I just love stuff like that from my childhood. Even, even though I wasn't a child in the 60s, I wasn't born. But I remember watching that as a child. And it wasn't like your typical Santa, because he wasn't like a big, huge guy, right? It's oh, a skinny Santa. Thin, yeah, yeah, thin body. But he had the big beard. beard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and like you guys, man, my criteria is just, had to play Santa in, in some form or fashion. And so that fits the bill. So I'm going with Steve Francis at number five. Hey, not, not making my list tonight, however, was considered for sure. But I had a couple giggles today just thinking about the Rudolph. And, and it's a classic, right? We'll probably watch it with the kids at some point in time before Christmas. But Todd, do you remember what he calls himself or what like the people at the North Pole call him? Do you remember they call him? <laughs> They call him the King of Jingle Jangle. I'm the King of Jingle Jangle. <laughs> That's right. You're right. You remember that? <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he always calls Mrs. Claus Mama. Right. And, and Mrs. Claus wow. calls him Papa. That reminds me of Kevin's household, right? When you see Ash every night, Mama. And she's like, put your shirt back on, shave your beard. <laughs> the King of Jingle Jangle. <laughs> you know, who, what was the name of the nerd? Was it Toby who wanted to be a dentist or some nerd? What was his name? Yeah, he got sent to the yeah. island of misfit toys. He was a misfit right. himself. That's so good, man. All right, dude. Nice pick. Okay, here we go. Same criteria as y'all. Anybody that was in a Santa suit at some point in time in a movie or on a TV show. Okay, that's it. That's the criteria. So I'm going deep, and I like how everybody else is going deep as well. Guys, my number five is coming from the movie Christmas with the Cranks. I don't think it's going to be the only time we mention a Tim Allen movie tonight. However, if you remember, just very, very briefly, it's at the beginning of the movie. You've got Nora Crank and Luther Crank. They're sitting in the car. It's pouring down rain. Their daughter has just left the country. Nora Crank's trying to tell Luther, go inside, get the pistachios, get the white chocolate chips, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, it's not, it's not raining, you know, and she's giving him the death eye and the death look and all that. But anyways, he goes outside and there's a Santa there and he's selling umbrellas, right? And he's like, I really think you need an umbrella. Okay. His name is Austin Pendleton. Okay. Luther Crank comes back out somehow or another gets soaked. The like canopy of the, the chips grocery store just comes all down on him. He gets soaking wet. Anyways, the Santa Claus is right there again, selling the umbrellas. And in the movie, man, he's like this, like loner that nobody knows he's in costume one time. And then he's not, I don't know what, his role really is in the movie, but yeah, we're going to deep cut with umbrella Santa. That's what we're going to call him from Christmas with the cranks. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people love that movie. I know you guys on here have talked about it a lot. I don't think I've watched it in full since like Oh four when it came out. So it sounds like you guys have it in your like Christmas repertoire for movies. Is that right, Kevin? Absolutely. It's usually the first one that we watch actually oh, not wow. this year, but that? normally it is. Yeah. Umbrella Santa. All right. I like it. Deep cuts. All right, let's go to number four. Number four. All right, guys. So this one may be not such a deep cut. I think uh, Colin's going to like this pick because this version of Santa 
uh, came from a movie in 2007. Not only does it have one of Colin's favorite actors, Vince Vaughn, but the person himself who played Santa was none other than Mr. Billions himself, Paul Giamatti. If you've ever seen the movie Fred Claus from 07, again, this is a great cast, Elizabeth Banks, among others. You know, it's it's Paul Giamatti playing Santa. He's fat, he's bald, he's got the beard, he's perfectly dressed in the Santa suit. I think he plays it great. You know, it's not his same character from Billions or movies like Sideways or Cinderella Man, but what a class act of an actor to play Santa Claus, maybe the most premier person, in my opinion, to switch up roles and play Santa Claus in a movie. But it is none other than Paul Giamatti from the 07 classic Fred Claus coming in at number four. So versatile. He's so versatile. Like, really he's one of my favorite actors. You could put him in anything. He could be a magician. He could be the president <laughs> of the United States. He could be an right. astronaut and it would be good. And then plus there's the, there's the Vince Vaughn factor, too. I, I, I just oh, I like absolutely. All of I love all of that. Feel good movie right there. Love it. All right, number four. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off my list. Just just thinking out loud about it because you you guys uh you gave me a little bit more freedom because I had four solid ones, but I'm gonna kick one of them out, and I, I'm gonna go back to just my my slapstick comedy. Like I guess I'm just a slap at the end of the day. And That'll I'm slap take you to one one of my favorite comedies from the 2000s. So about ten years after Seinfeld. I started moving towards the office and there's the episode where Michael Scott, AKA Steve Carell wants to play Santa Claus, but he already promised that Phyllis could play Santa Claus. And there's this very <laughs> awkward scene where he comes in and Phyllis is already giving out presents and he wants to be Santa Claus. So he throws a tantrum. He throws a tantrum. Everybody in the office is going crazy and nobody can stand Michael Scott at that point in time. I love Michael Scott. I, I compare myself to Michael Scott sometimes just because I'm stupid, I guess. I don't know. But in that, you know, it was just it was a funny Christmas episode. And there's several of those from The Office. So I'm going to go Michael Scott, a.k.a. Steve Carell, circa 2008, when uh, him and Phyllis are battling to be who the Santa Claus is going to be, the Santa in the office that particular Christmas. Roy, he, he read my mind. And the thing that he says in that episode, it's from the episode Secret Santa. He goes, I need this. I need this. And Jim goes, you are not allowed to put employees on your lap and say, I need this. I need this. <laughs> Had a few so fan good. predictions uh, today that that would make the list somewhere. I was telling was telling a few folks what we were ranking tonight, and that was expected. So good Absolutely. pick there, Roy. Number four for me, I don't think there's much better than holiday episodes of shows. Like they're just, they ha they carry a little extra juice. So I'm going to one of my personal favorites. The episode title is You'll Better Watch Out, 1991 Home Improvement. Wilson as Santa Claus in the Taylor household to comfort a a troubled Mark who is is questioning the reality of Santa Claus. And so Wilson, of course, you know, the family savior, the voice of reason swoops in as Santa Claus. Wilson as Santa, number four. Nice. How about that? Home improvement. You know, most people think where you're going and you hit us with, uh, oh, Wilson, man. Love that. Did not see that coming. Off the grid. I'll go Todd. with mine, number four. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought someone else was going to jump Todd, in there. Todd came in hot tonight from his Christmas party. He did. Oh, he had yeah. to take his sweater off. He had a few too many keg knocks. Oh, <laughs> no, for number four for me, I'm going to go, I'm going to dispute uh, Christian's claim earlier that 
he had the best looking Santa. Matter of fact, I read some things that described this Santa as sexy, which made me feel a little uncomfortable as I thought about this. But I'm going to go with Mr. Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles. Two of those movies. Kevin's probably never seen them because I he have. doesn't watch I have Netflix. Actually. I have actually uh, seen them. So, but man, what, and one of the reasons why I put him on this list what an elite beard in that in those movies, right? Just plays the role so well. So Christmas Chronicles for me at number four. I remember watching that when it came out. I did like the movie. I, I just like everything about Kurt Russell, man. You know, you mentioned his beard, his elite beard. We talked about his elite mustache from Tombstone a couple weeks ago, right? Morgan Thomas episode. Yeah, man, Kurt Russell. How about that? Is he is he replacing Tim Allen a little bit? Maybe Kevin Costner. You know, we went through a little Kevin Costner phase. Kurt oh, Russell yeah. coming in now. No, he's not. I mean, wait, I all mean, right, like, right, fair you know, Kurt Russell's not going to star in a Yellowstone spinoff. I mean, he can play Santa Claus on a Netflix special. <laughs> and yeah, it's sexy, Todd. Okay, we could say that on here. It's after nine. Patreon. <laughs> so many great one liners right. in Tombstone. Like, just bringing up that movie and the mustache was elite. But I mean, just Val Kilmer, that movie, that, 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 that movie gets me going, man. I've, I've always been a big fan of it. Oh, oh man, absolutely, man. It's so good. Hey, here we go. Coming in at number four, it's already been said. Christian, I'm taking it right back to Mr. Ken Hudson Campbell from Home Alone. Listen, nice. it's so hilarious. Santa's got the crappiest car in the world, right? He's just putting out the cigarette all of a sudden. And when he tells, when Kevin tells Santa, hey, I know how this works. I know you're not the real Santa. His beard's down. He's like, oh, oh, oh uh, what what makes you think that? Uh, you know, just, just so I know. You know, something like that. And he gives the Tic Tacs, right? You've already talked about it. But something you didn't mention, Christian, how about this, man? Ken Hudson Campbell, okay, was in Second City at the same time, right? The Second City, the famous comedy club in Chicago. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. It's amazing improv. But anyways, Ken Hudson Campbell was sharing the stage back then with Bob Odenkirk, Chris Farley. And wow. Well, how about that, man? Mm. How about a, that? Better a, call what? Saul himself. What a lineup. How about Absolutely. that? Love that. Good pick. Love to see him back here. All right, y'all. Number three. Well, coming in at number three, you know, uh, Roy kind of stole my thunder, and I love that he did that because this guy deserves to be on everybody's list. It is none other than Steve Carell as Michael Scott from The Office, from that exact episode, Secret Santa. And one thing I do want to say, that episode itself, I'm going to probably go watch it later tonight. It's so funny. So after, you know, he realizes that the whole Santa bit's not going to work, right? Because Phyllis, who actually might be a better Santa shape-wise <laughs> than him, kind of works out and she's very pleasant, very nice. He ends up dressing like Jesus. And so then, you know, That's that brings right. another element into it. He's like, all right, fine. You've got Santa. I've got Jesus. He's like, Jesus did lots of things like cure leopards. You know, he's walking <laughs> in, like just being a total idiot, but like you can't beat Michael Scott. And I think, you know, everybody wants to be him. I, I learned management from Michael Scott watching The Office, which is why I'm no longer in management. So anyways, guys, Michael Scott, Secret Santa coming in at number three totally forgot that he came in as jesus at one point and i mean there, there and, oh, yeah. and like angela just looks at him and you know what she's thinking <laughs> yeah. you know she's like no you shouldn't joke around about that i'm just sitting there watching it that's I've right seen that about a million times <laughs> we, so we, we definitely should do a podcast ranking the top five episodes of the office i actually did that on air yes. at a clemson baseball game last year i think it was clemson it was a clemson south carolina game we did that 
And uh, a lot of people disagree with my assessment. Anyways, so are you uh, coming back on? on? Hey, Can, listen, yeah, Mark. Listen, the tape. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to interrupt, but we've got oh, somebody well. trying to patch through here all of a sudden. Oh my gosh! It says that Santa Claus is joining us all of a sudden. Santa, is that you coming in all the way from the North Pole? Santa, is that you coming in from the North Pole tonight? Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays! How about that, man? Joining us all the way from the North Pole, man. Listen, I don't know. I mean, we've got Roy Philpot on, right? I mean, he's the GOAT guest of the Power 5 podcast. But now, I mean, you're kind of just stepping the game up even higher, man. You getting prepped, man? Ready to bring all the toys and all that good stuff to the kids? Oh, yes! December is one of the busiest months up here in the North Pole. You know, we're making a list and checking it twice. Going to find out who's naughty or nice. Santa, I, I got a question. Have you boys on the naughty list. No, no, I was going to ask you if Kevin was naughty or nice. What is he getting this year? Has he been a good boy? Oh, ho, 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 ho. I can't, I can't talk on the airwaves about that. <laughs> Santa, right now, uh, Colin, I don't know if you could see him. J typically, he's shirtless, <laughs> but tonight he put on a shirt. Uh, he really loves women's medium in Nike. Anyway, the elves maybe can doctor up a few of those in some New York Mets attire, maybe some royal blue and orange, and deliver that to Colin's house this year. Oh, oh, yes. I'll have Mrs. Claus and the elves take care of that. <laughs> hey, and also Todd, the pod god is with us. He loves, he loves his hair products. Okay. I don't know if you could say maybe his razor products, you know, he's always looking for the next clean razor or maybe, um, maybe some skin product, right? So his head doesn't uh, break out in rashes. You guys got anything up there for, for Todd, the pod god this year? Oh, we sure do. We, we'll have sent some what we use on the reindeer. Oh, it's Rudolph's favorite. Oh, honor bomb. Oh, hey, wow, it's good enough uh, for Rudolph. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for the Kardashians. It's good enough for Ty. <laughs> that's right. 100%. <laughs> Hey, what about what about Roy? You got anything that you want to ask Santa for this year? Anything special come to mind, Roy? Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, uh, you know, I, 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 no, not really. I would just say if Santa can bring me some better, better games, we, we always like to get better games, Santa. Can you help a brother out there? <laughs> yeah, Roy, I don't like watching you on Thursday nights either. <laughs> I'd like to see you on prime time. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. I appreciate that, buddy. I'm right there with you. <laughs> Listen, Santa, can you make Roy guarantee on air that he'll come back and rank his top five office episodes with us? Because I heard that right before you came on. Oh, I love that show. Yes, we'll have to put that in Roy's stocking this year. <laughs> oh, good. That's better than the lump of uh, coal he was expecting. So. That's right. Oh, That's right. <laughs> What do you boys want for Christmas? We just want one Patreon subscriber, Santa. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if he could cure the leopards, I think you got a shot. <laughs> hey, you took mine, Christian. That's what I was going to say, man. Just one Patreon. That's I just want, want Colin to sing. 
one lyric from a, a Chris Gaines song. Can you make that happen, Santa? <laughs> oh, 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 no, no. I, I don't want the North Pole's icebergs to be cracking listening to him. <laughs> <laughs> Santa knows. He knows. Oh, oh absolutely. Well, Santa, listen, man, what a treat to have you call into the Power 5 podcast. I mean... I don't know that any other podcast can actually say that they had Santa Claus join them on, on air. So what a treat. I know our listeners are going to be excited to hear you as well. So thanks so much for joining us, Santa. Oh, you got it guys. And Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Brother, thanks, Santa. Santa. Merry Christmas. Thanks, thanks, sweet. See ya. <laughs> that was wild. That was fantastic, man. That was Listen. fantastic. So number three, yeah, number three. I, I this one will be like more legit. I, I went with Richard Attenborough from Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the ninety four oh, yeah. remake. Just, I mean, just in how he looked, and you know, the movie movie did pretty well from what I remember. Again, it goes back to the nineties. I guess I'm a child of the nineties, but I, I just remember how he looked. He was a great actor. He was a bu- he was in a bunch of other uh, movies too. So I, I think it kind of stems from some of that as well but yeah Richard Attenborough playing as Santa Claus I guess you know in the uh there was a cold Santa Claus that was fired he takes over and and the rest is history but yeah I, I'm gonna go with him in a more more serious one. that's like my one serious one yeah hey. no respect that I mean I think if, if when you guys said we're ranking Santa's if he doesn't come to mind you're either too old or what I mean yeah. I remember I was in like third grade or something went to the movie theaters and saw that I mean he looks like what you all think Santa Claus should look like to the T. Right, right. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, 100%. 100% yeah. He's the evil Santa that started Jurassic Park. Wait, is he that is. him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same Sam. dude. Same dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. That's wow. right. Listen, you know, Sam, Santa's got some some filth up his sleeve, obviously. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> all right, number three for me. Uh, I'm sticking with the TV show uh, train here. And I'm going with one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Friends. It's titled The One with the Holiday Armadillo, where Chandler, a.k.a. Matthew Perry, plays Santa. Ross is dressed up as the Holiday Armadillo for his son, Ben, aired on December 14th, 2000. I'm going the Friends Santa at number three. I knew that'd make your list. Yeah. Respect. I I don't remember the episode. Definitely not surprised though. I mean, you tend to tend to stay around that friend zone if you get a chance to throw it in there, man. So, yep, not shocked. Number three for me, uh, I'm going to go with 2003 movie Elf. I'm going to go with Ed Asner as uh, Santa in that movie. And uh, man, what a classic movie! You know, it's one of those movies that I feel like. I used to love more before it became so overplayed, you know, and you feel like it's everywhere, but man, he did such a great classic job of being Santa in that movie and has been Santa in some other things as well. But Ed Asner at number three for me. Oh yeah. He's definitely overshadowed by Will Ferrell in that movie, but he's another one that sits right there with uh, miracle on 34th street as like your prototypical Santa. So I think that's a good pick. You know, you mentioned, you you like the movie less as has gained it in popularity, I guess, or it's overplayed. But you know, the opposite has actually happened to me. I didn't love Elf when it first came out, but I feel like I love it much more now. I find it funnier, funnier now than when I when it first came out. 
anyways, man, I love that pick. I love the movie. Um, wouldn't be surprised if it comes back around. But here we go. Coming in at number three, guys, we're going back to Fred Claus, Christian. You mentioned Paul Giamatti. Love Paul Giamatti. The first memory I had of Paul Giamatti was from the Howard Stern movie. What did uh, Howard Stern call him? Private um, parts. No, it not that's the name of the movie, but um Beetlejuice. Call it? No, uh, pig vomit. Pig vomit. Pig vomit. Pig vomit. That's right. Yeah, so he played pig vomit. Yeah, <laughs> Anyways, but we're not talking about pig vomit here, guys. We're talking about the Salvation Army Santa Clauses that are on the street in Fred Claus. If you remember, Fred needs some money. He needs some money to open up his own gambling store, okay, or his little gambling. I don't know what you want to call it. But anyways, he's trying to drum up some money. So he gets himself a Santa Claus hat in a little bucket and pretends to be a Santa working for the Salvation Army. Well, the Santas quickly figure out what's going on with Vince Vaughn, right? And they start, they're like, hey, man, we need the papers. Where's the papers? You don't have any permits to be working the streets. Only we do. You're taking away from the Salvation Army. And they're going left <laughs> and right. Finally, he takes off. They're chasing him down the the sidewalk he goes into the mall they get into a fight in the toy store listen man the salvation army santa's coming in at number three from fred claus how about that off the grid right there solid pick yeah solid Can't go wrong with that all right guys cue the music kevin all right roy are you ready for this it is yes. time for the halftime hot seat we are going to give you two minutes of rapid fire questions i'm going to be your host tonight i'm going to make sure these questions cut you deep i want to know i want our listeners to know more about roy philpot than they did when they started this episode ladies and gentlemen so kevin are you good on the timer baby oh let me let me let me get this going hold on the seat's getting hot the seat's the clock getting hot man was not ready all right the clock man is now ready all right, ready, steady, go. All right, Roy, do you have a nickname? Uh, I do not. No, it's just Philly or Philpot. People call All right, Philly, you just got one on air right now. His name's Philly. All right, what was your first or your cheesiest screen name that you used on AOL Instant Messenger? Oh, my gosh. Um, it's just like, it, I mean, it would just be rphilpo42. 42 was my football number. That That's kind of what I've always been, rphilpo42. Ron, like let's it. go. I like it. Let's go. All right. Celebrity crush. Uh, Nev Campbell. Let's oh, go. Scream, scream. baby. Party mm. of five. All right. What's the worst airport to get stuck in? Charlotte. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> poorly constructed. It's jammed in there. The econ course might as well be in Tennessee. It's awful. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Do you have any tattoos? I do. I have uh, one right wow. here on my forearm. It looks like crop circles. It means nothing. If you Google go. search men's minimalist tattoo, that's like, like that. the second one that pulls up. Crop How about that? Let's go. <laughs> What's your bucket list concert and venue? Oh, man. Bucket list concert. Boy, that's a good one. I mean, honestly, I, I kind of like to see Snoop Dogg, like, uh, you know, some somewhere out on the West Coast, like probably like on UCLA's campus or something like that, Westwood, um, just, just something like that. I, I, I love that. Love that. Yeah. Let's go. Favorite fast food restaurant and your order. Okay. So my favorite fast food place is Taco Bueno. It's in the Midwest. And I order the three party tacos and a beef burrito, no tomatoes with an unsweet tea. Of course. I love it. <laughs> it's the best Mexican food anywhere. In my opinion. Love that. Okay. You get one movie to watch the rest of your life. What is it? um 
Fletch, Chevy Chase, Fletch, finish Fletch, in '85. Ten seconds. <laughs> All right. Who wins the seat? Who wins the national championship this year? Uh, I'm going to go Georgia. I think they're going back to back. They they look unstoppable, and I, you know they played well early. I think they're playing well right now. I just don't think anybody can beat them. Um, I just don't think anybody's going to beat them in four quarters. Boom. Go dogs! Go Dude, dogs! I got one it. last one. One last one. Okay, one song to karaoke. Your life depends on it. What are you doing, buddy? Oh, uh, young MC, bust a move. Ooh, oh, let's go. Let's go. Man, Don't just he, stand there, Colin. Bust a move. Strong he, hammered it. he hammered it. Nice job. Nailed it, Roy. Nailed it. Okay, this is All the right. second week we've done that, and it keeps getting better each week. So thank you for sharing a little bit of your personal life with us, a little halftime yeah, hot seat. Todd actually – uh, was just so happy we didn't like try to get him again. We told Todd we would we would put him on the hot seat every week. We don't have a guest. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So thank you for rescuing me. Yeah, he hasn't showed us his tattoo yet. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to see that, Todd. We don't want to see that. All right, After guys. Dark. That's right. A Patreon. All right. Back to our uh, regularly scheduled programming. Number two. All right, y'all, coming at number two, you guys know how much of a 90s sitcom guy I am. If you listen to the show, we're on episode 85. Okay, but my favorite show in the 90s, and there were plenty of them. We know the respect we have for Seinfeld. We know the respect we have for Saved by the Bell. This is my all-time favorite. It's none other than Boy Meets World, and it is from season one, episode 10. It was called Santa's Little Helper, and it was none other than Mr. George Feeney. If you guys remember the show Boy Meets World, George Feeney, the teacher, the mentor, the guy who was there for it all, for Corey, Topanga, Sean, Eric, you name it. It is none other than George Feeney. And he actually uh, is played by William Daniels. He was also the voice of Kit from Knight Rider. For those of you who like that show, a little tidbit nugget for you right there. Uh, he's actually still alive. And honestly, if, if he ever does die, which in my mind, he's going to live forever. It's going to be a sad day in my household. So ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Feeney. Of Boy Meets World, dressing like Santa, uh, back in the early '90s, season one of Boy Meets World, coming in at number two. I wish I'd seen. I've never seen that. I, I feel uh, ignorant there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to watch. I, so yeah, go I'm back gonna... and watch. And if you start to do a marathon, if you get to like season six, there's another episode called Santa's Little Helpers, where Eric, Jack, and the redhead Rachel actually dress up like Santa, sort of paying homage to season one episode. So just a little nugget there. Am I the only it one like that hasn't a, seen that? I, is that popular? I don't even know. Boy Meets I haven't World? seen it. I well, haven't seen it. you're talking about oh, Boy Meets World in general? Like yeah, just in general, in general. Oh, my God. I mean, I hope it is. I mean, Listen, Topanga. <laughs> Topanga. Topanga. Google Topanga, and I'll we'll call you tomorrow, Roy. All right, all right. <laughs> hey, I was too like old. Perfect perfect and then clear it. your search history. It's <laughs> just play. <laughs> perfect for when you get, get caught up in the Charlotte. It's called TGIF. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. That's good to know. Number two, I, again, I'm going to go more serious. And then I, I think I've got the bombshell. Number one, number two, I'm going Tim Allen, the Santa Claus, Scott Calvin, oh. kill Santa. he's instructed to replace Santa the whole nine yards. I mean, I, I, th th that's a classic. Truthfully, I haven't watched it in a while. It's been a while, but like that was one of the first ones that came to mind. I think one of you guys mentioned that earlier too, but I'll go Tim Allen, you know, from the Santa Claus back in the day. I, I assume that was like mid nineties, maybe 94 that, that December when that was released. That was great it, man. Pick. 1994, Scott Calvin. Great pick. Love it. Yeah. Love it. He's coming back for sure. 
Number oh, yeah. two, a repeat. I think Roy had this one with his number three. I'm going uh, Miracle on 34th Street, Santa, uh, played by Richard Attenborough. 1994 r- release of that one. Just a great, wholesome movie. Love it. Oh, yeah. That's Colin's movie right there, right after the Jimmy Smith classic, right? Which one is that? Oh, that's a wonderful uh, life. A wonderful it's a life. Wonderful yeah. life. Yeah. The, the most over Marathon. We, when we had our <laughs> hours overrated. of Jimmy Smith. If I'm not mistaken, I think we had a couple of of people rank It's a Wonderful Life in the most overrated movies episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah, man. I don't know. It gets gets too much play. I don't know. Maybe it's great. Not to me. (laughs) Scrooge over here. (laughs) What what a bleak commentary. I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It's just got real dark. Oh man! Right. Listen, just right, just dog. just put it in color. Can we change it to color, man? Maybe I'll tune in. Yeah, 4K. There we go. That's great. <laughs> hey, number two for me, I'm gonna go with a uh, year 2000 Ron Howard film based on the 1957 Dr. Seuss book. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jim Carrey in The Grinch. He dresses up as Santa, and as you know, he's an imposter. You know, he's stealing stealing gifts, but by the end of the show, learns to love the Who's and does the right thing so mr jim carrey there uh which i feel like is a, a polarizing he's a polarizing dude right people either love him or can't stand him but i'm going with him at number two in the grinch he's a good grinch the audacity todd now i love that love that pick it's hard to believe that movie's 22 years old i mean make you right. feel old with my daughter now she's two but she's watching this version from 18 with benedict cumberbatch or something which is actually pretty okay. cool uh, has a good soundtrack to it. Number but like, three. What is it? It ranks number three in the Grinch movies. Does it behind the original and the Jim Carrey? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I've watched it 50 times in the past three weeks, so I'm, it's moving up the board. <laughs> hey, a little fact here. So when the Grinch came out, it became the number two highest grossing holiday movie behind Home Alone. And wow. since then, both of those have been uh, surpassed by that 2018 Grinch movie. Wow. Really? Can wow. I tell you, though, the Jim mm. Carrey version was kind of dark. You can tell it's a Ron Howard. Right. It's Jim Carrey. The filming of it is like literally dark. But like there's a scene where Grinch is like a little baby or something. And these people are going, the Whoville people are going to a swingers party and they're putting <laughs> wow. their keys in a little glass dish. And my wife and I are picking up with us. We're like, what were we watching as kids? Right. I mean, we were teenagers, but I was just like, this is what the Ron Howard Opie. Don't do it. My daughter watched that movie at my mom's house one time and had nightmares all night and wouldn't, wouldn't go to sleep because of the Grinch. So more like memories the for our one. family. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New parody spinoff, Roy, called The Mean One, where the Grinch literally kills people. It's like a horror movie. <laughs> Check out God. the trailer. <laughs> yeah. What will the Gargart Art the Clown? <laughs> yeah. During COVID or fired too. <laughs> That's right. Wow. Todd, since you went there and, and ranked The Grinch, there's a scene in the movie where Jim Carrey just mashes down on a raw onion. Okay. <laughs> So here we go. How much, you know, we like a little hypothetical. How much right now, man, just to take a a raw white onion and just taking it all the way down, just eating that thing like an apple. Gotta eat the whole thing. Oh yeah. Gotta I mean, eat you could thing. take you could you could take the peeling off. Man, it's it's Christmas. I need some Christmas money, so maybe like a couple hundred bucks. Oh, <laughs> couple hundred bucks. That's not even going to get okay. you a ticket to Taylor Swift backstage, <laughs> right. where you can only see her head. There's I got those no tickets way. already. Obstructed view, Todd. 
There's no way Colin's doing that for two hundred dollars. I mean, I don't. What I don't does know it taste like? Is it going to make you cry? I mean, I'm just you know. I'm worried about how long the smell is going to last. I mean, you grow up working in a pizza restaurant, like you, you live with that smell on your hands Uh, for, for quite some time. That's my bigger concern than eating. And you keep keep going back, right? You just keep on. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, what's that stench? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I love it. All right, here we go. Coming in at number two for me, man, we're going back to the elf, but again, we're not going with the classic Santa Claus here. We're going with the fake mall Santa. I don't know if you remember this, but Buddy the Elf's working at the mall, right? And all of a sudden, everybody's excited that Santa's coming, including Buddy the Elf. He's just super, super psyched to see Santa. And all of a sudden, he sees that the Santa is not real. And he goes up and he starts calling him a liar and an imposter. And you smell like beef and cheddar. And how dare you? You're awful. And he's telling all the kids, you know, don't believe him. Don't ask him anything. And the guy's like, hey, man, you need to shut up. Christian, you mentioned Artie Lang earlier. That was Artie Lang. Artie Lang. That was from Elf. Fake mall Santa. He's the gimbal Santa. That's right. That's that's exactly right, man. They end up going at it, tearing tearing down all the Lego constructions and all that. It's a hilarious scene. Number two, the fake mall Santa from Elf. Man, on, my, on my cutting room floor is un- right underrated there. he to me is like one of the belushi brothers who got left behind he looks like a belushi <laughs> yeah he does <laughs> now he looks like a uh, corn dogushi he's like a corn dog sushi <laughs> and one of my fa- one of my favorite lines to say to my kids is you smell like beef and cheese <laughs> Right, but uh, yeah, Kevin beef said cheese, a beef and it. cheddar from Arby's. You smell <laughs> right. like beef and cheddar in a big Montana. With the onion roll. <laughs> oh, God. Why do they do Ooh. that? Why are you going to throw an onion roll on the beef and cheddar at Arby's? What is that? Do we not get just a plain <laughs> Listen, old Listen, they have Wagyu one? beef now, son, so don't oh. even question. What and doing. hamburgers. What are we doing? Fancy. Arby's, come on. You got the meats. <laughs> Solid pick there, Kev. Love it. Good stuff. All right, y'all, it's ready for number one. Number one. All right, guys, we've done the impossible once again. We've ranked our top five Santas here, and and I'm going to give you guys my number one. There was no question from the time that we said we were going to rank this who it was going to be. It is none other than the GOAT himself, Mr. Scott Calvin. Enter the Santa Claus from 1994, Mr. Tim Allen. Oh, 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 oh. I just wanted to do that. That's why I picked him, regardless of if he was the best or not. He definitely is. I remember that movie. Like, Tim Allen was a man's man, right? I mean, we we knew him from Home Improvement, you know, Detroit Lions t-shirt, you know, always working on sawdust at Home Improvement, you know, and it just kind of reminded me of my own dad, you know, kind of growing up there. You know, he was always pissed off and, you know, they killed Santa whatever, right? Fell off the roof and insert Scott Calvin here to learn a lesson and, Anyways, guys, uh, talk about the goat Santa. There was there was none other than Mr. Tim Allen himself, Scott Calvin, as the Santa Claus. Also, the Santa Claus TV show now on Disney Plus. Kevin, you're gonna have to get a little subscription, buddy. How about that? What I actually do have that subscription, and shocker, I, I watched. <laughs> I watched the. Listen, Colin, the obsession just continues to pour out. You're gonna be buying buying tickets there soon, buddy. But anyways, I watched the first episode of the Santa Claus series, man. I didn't love it. I have not gone back for number two, but I'm a notorious show quitter. So, Well, the thing about going back for number two, it's a good show when you're taking a number two. <laughs> you got to be careful not to flip that Q and that S right there. <laughs> Absolutely. After a beef and cheddar, tell you what. <laughs> what? 
Oh man. Oh, hey, boy. speaking of Tim Allen, how many days in a row did we invite him on the podcast? I think we were close to a hundred. And for a while we said he was we going to be on episode number 50, but we just couldn't get him to buy it, man. He's well, that's it. Out. Roy. That's what we had said at the beginning of the kind of our first few shows. We're going to get Tim Allen before episode 100. We've got 15 left. So yeah. Roy, if you can help put in a good word, you know, to your friends at ABC. <laughs> yeah. I should have asked Santa Al from uh, Home Improvement. I'll take Al. Al Borman, yeah, yeah, he came to the um, to the BMW charity event a few years back oh, when I was still right. on the radio. We Sweet. interviewed him on air. He was he was actually great. He was a cool dude. <laughs> love awesome. it, love it. For whatever that's worth. All right, number one for me. <laughs> I'm going a little bit off the grid, but it's one of my favorite movies. I don't watch it every Christmas. I mean, I, I watch Christmas Vacation. I can really think of like a Santa Claus from that movie, but there's so many great one-liners right. with with randy quaid and with chevy chase of course and oh yeah it's all great i'm gonna give you jeff gillen who played the santa claus in the department store in the movie a christmas story with ralphie yeah debuted in 1983 ho ho ho, ho. ho. <laughs> an amazing scene where ralphie and his little brother randy oh, yeah. are brought into the department store and santa claus is way up on top of this mountain inside the store and and, and ralphie's just freaking out because he wants to get the official red rider carbon action 200 shock range model <laughs> air rifle and That's he's it. scared to ask santa for it and he finally does right after he's going down the slide and and he, and he pulls back up the slide and comes up and he, he tells Santa what he wants. And then Santa looks at him and says, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And then <laughs> kicks him down the slide. Kicks him down the slide. Yeah, just kicks yes. him straight down. And he gives you the ho, ho, <laughs> ho. That to me, that it, it, it doesn't get much better than that. And then the, the ironic part is like, I think that was all in Ralphie's head when like they're leaving the store santa and his elves everybody looks really nice up there like he just dreamed that they were hostile towards him which just speaks to the overall theme of the entire movie roy love that that scene you know todd was talking about nightmares from the grinch as a kid i had nightmares of that santa at the yeah. department store and me <laughs> yeah. getting like kicked down a slide and so right. for me i couldn't put it on that list because of my fear of that santa but that is a, an iconic one and obviously they just did a remake with uh young ralphie it's called a christmas story story on hbo max i have not watched it yet but uh, gonna have to check that out this holiday season i like that did not know it you're dropping a little knowledge on me i did dropping it. nuggets and what's his name ralphie peter billingsley is that his name in real life I he's also so. he's an elf he's one of the elves that's right uh, working an elf right kev yeah and he and vince vaughn are boys like in real life that's awesome. Now that's yeah. awesome. Thank you. Yeah, lock it up. No, All right. <laughs> number number one for me, up. probably no shocker here. There was no Dabo hesitation. Uh, I was going straight to Tim Allen as QB1 uh, for Santa Claus, top wow. of the list. Doesn't get any better than that. It's an every Christmas viewing for us. The Santa Claus, number one about that giving Dabo a little shade on the pod uh, <laughs> i can't wait to get him on we, we thought we were going to get his youngest son clay but i don't think that's happening anymore colin thank you <laughs> oh, anybody shocked by that not at all negative not at all so number one for me i try to stay away from this because i knew this pod's obsession with mr tim allen i try to stay away from it i wanted to pick something else number one but man, I just couldn't do it. Had to go with Scott Calvin as number one here. 
you know, just the, just nails it. I mean, everything you want Santa to be, he portrays that in those movies. And, you know, it just has such a long shelf life too. Kids love those movies. I love those movies. And so I'm going to go with Tim Allen at number one for me. How about hey, that? Let's make it, let's make it three in a row, right? Scott Calvin, the Santa Claus guys, two of my favorite scenes. Well, I got, I got three scenes written down that I just love about the movie. All right. I love it when he's in the mirror and the beard's just instantly growing back and he's like, Nope. All right. Nope. I'm in big trouble. Yep. You know, something <laughs> like that. And when he's, or when he's at lunch, right. With his, with his other office employees, his coworkers, and he, he orders all the cookies and the Sundays with extra hot fudge and a little bit on the side or a piece of cake <laughs> or whatever it is. And, you know, they got to have that intervention with them. And then, you know, this has been a hot subject of debate um, or topic of debate, Roy, is, you know, what do you call a hot dog? Do you call it a glizzy? Do you call it a weenie? Do you call it a wiener? Well, wiener. You know, Scott Calvin. Glizzy. <laughs> Scott Calvin calls it the weenie whistle, right? He gives it to, he gives it to Neil with the crazy sweaters, right? He makes Neil a believer because he <laughs> drops the weenie whistle, the Oscar Mayer weenie whistle down below. Y'all remember that? I oh, forgot yeah. about that. I'm going with yeah. weenie whistle from now on. Yeah, yeah. same. <laughs> can I just you know. say, can I pause there for a second and say that Neil from the Santa Claus, uh, if we could do a top five most punchable faces, give me Judge mm -hmm. Reinhold as Neil. That's a guy I've Ooh. been wanting to punch since 74. You weren't even alive. Exactly. I was like rolling around the womb with all the fluids. Amniotic. Oh. <laughs> what are we doing? Gosh. Merry, oh. Merry Christmas. Just got weird. Christmas. Oh. Just got weird. Oh. oh, it just got weird? Where you been the past hour? <laughs> or 80-whatever episode. Eh, whatever, 84. Oh, yeah. man. Hey, in all seriousness, thanks for joining us this week, guys. We certainly appreciate Mr. Roy Philpot coming on the podcast once again. Always a great guest. Man, I just appreciate the commentary you always bring. Like, more so than anybody else, you, you actually comment on just about everything, which we certainly appreciate. I think our listeners like it too, man. Pet Peeves Volume 2 it still gets downloaded, and it's it's one of our top episodes. So we, we certainly oh, appreciate cool. you joining us, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate the invitation. Happy to do it. Definitely, we'll come back and do uh, the office. Let's we'll rank go. the top five episodes of the office, and uh, we'll we'll have some fun with it. But yeah, I, I appreciate it, and and do it up, man. So thank you guys. Merry Christmas. Awesome. We appreciate you, Roy. Love you, yeah. man. We'll yeah, be man. listening Absolutely. to you, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your fam. Merry appreciate Christmas, Thanks, listeners. Gentlemen. All right, be good. See you, thank Roy. You. Later, yeah, Roy. Man. Easy. See you, man. <laughs> hey listeners thanks for, once again for joining us man merry christmas happy new year we certainly appreciate you we have fun doing this every week and uh yeah christmas gift patreon.com the power five podcast get your mom to do a last minute subscription how about that say good night kevin it's the most wonderful time of the year with the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the half happiest season of all